section ninety five of the ring and the book by robert browning this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter seven pompilia continued i felt there was just one thing guido claimed i had no right to give nor he to take we being in estrangement soul from soul till when i sought help the archbishop smiled inquiring into privacies of life said i was blamable he stands for god nowise entitled to exemption there then i obeyed as surely had obeyed were the injunction since your husband bids swallow the burning coal he proffers you but i did wrong and he gave wrong advice though he were thrice archbishop that i know now i have got to die and see things clear remember i was barely twelve years old a child at marriage i was let alone for weeks i told you lived my child life still even at arezzo when i woke and found first but i need not think of that again over and ended try and take the sense of what i signify if it must be so after the first my husband for hate's sake said one eve when the simpler cruelty seemed somewhat dull at edge and fit to bear we have been man and wife six months almost how long is this your comedy to last go this night to my chamber not your own at which word i did rush most true the charge and gain the archbishop's house he stands for god and fall upon my knees and clasp his feet praying him hinder what my estranged soul refused to bear though patient of the rest place me within a convent i implored let me henceforward lead the virgin life you praise in her you bid me imitate what did he answer folly of ignorance no daughter circumstances make or mar virginity tis virtue or tis vice that which was glory in the mother of god had been for instance damnable in eve created to be mother of mankind had eve in answer to her maker's speech be fruitful multiply replenish earth pouted but i choose rather to remain single why she had spared herself forthwith further probation by the apple and snake been pushed straight out of paradise for see if motherhood be qualified impure i catch you making god command eve's sin a blasphemy so like these molinists i must suspect you dip into their books then he pursued twas in your covenant no there my husband never used deceit 
he never did by speech nor act imply because of our soul's yearning that we meet and mix in soul through flesh which yours and mine wear and impress and make their visible selves all which means for the love of you and me let us become one flesh being one soul he only stipulated for the wealth honest so far but when he spoke as plain dreadfully honest also since our souls stand each from each a whole world's width between give me the fleshy vesture i can reach and rend and live just fit for hell to burn why in god's name for guido's soul's own sake imperilled by polluting mine i say i did resist would i had overcome my heart died out at the archbishop's smile it seemed so stale and worn away of the world as though twere nature frowning here is spring the sun shines as he shone at adam's fall the earth requires that warmth reach everywhere what must your patch of snow be saved forsooth because you rather fancy snow than flowers something in this style he began with me last he said savagely for a good man this explains why you call your husband harsh harsh to you harsh to whom you love god's bread the poor count has to manage a mere child whose parents leave untaught the simplest things their duty was and privilege to teach good wives instruction gossips lore they laugh and leave the count the task or leave it me then i resolved to tell a frightful thing i am not ignorant know what i say declaring this is sought for hate not love sir you may hear things like almighty god i tell you that my housemate yes the priest my husband's brother canon girolamo has taught me what depraved and misnamed love means and what outward signs denote the sin for he solicits me and says he loves the idle young priest with naught else to do my husband sees this knows this and lets be is it your counsel i bear this beside more scandal and against a priest this time what tis the canon now less snappishly rise up my child for such a child you are the rod were to advance the punishment let's try the honeyed cake a parable without a parable spake he not to them there was a ripe round long black toothsome fruit even a flower fig the prime boast of may and to the tree said either the spirit of the fig or if we bring in men the gardener archbishop of the orchard 
had i time to try o the two which fits in best indeed it might be the creator's self but then the tree should bear an apple i suppose well anyhow one with authority said ripe fig burst skin regale the fig pecker the bird whereof thou art a perquisite nay with a flounce replied the restive fig i much prefer to keep my pulp myself he may go breakfastless and dinnerless supperless of one crimson seed for me so back she flopped into her bunch of leaves he flew off left her did the natural lord and lo three hundred thousand bees and wasps found her out feasted on her to the shuck such gain the figs that gave its bird no bite the moral fools elude their proper lot tempt other fools get ruined all alike therefore go home embrace your husband quick which if his canon brother chance to see he will the sooner back to book again end of section ninety five